Thank you so much for downloading the episode on the show today. It's a little hodgepodge of a catch-up for me and Paula. And then we also talk celebs. Then we jump into our main issue at hand, virginity. We share our virginity stories along with some very ugly and awkward moments in relation to losing the big B. Thank you so much for listening. Shop lipandclip.com. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? Is this some kind of hillbilly NPR that we're listening to? Paula? It's not like I had never seen a penis before. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode... 316. Oh, we are sisters who podcast. (laughs) I don't want to say it. I don't want to make you bad. Say it. Welcome to the Ugly Truth, everybody. I'm Jamie. This is my sister, Paula. Okay, so we've been talking about this for about a month, and we're finally getting to it. We're going to discuss virginity. We have our stories that are, eh, they're probably pretty typical. And then we uh, have some Hugly stories that we will be sharing with you. They're amazing. But before we get into that, there's been a lot of celeb buzz over the last couple of days that I wanted to talk to you about because, you know, you actually, Paula, you actually know them probably better than I think because sometimes Mm -hmm. I think, because you and I don't really talk a whole lot day to day, but I'm sure you're aware of them. So we'll talk about them really quick. First of all, this happened a while ago, but uh, the Beebs got married. God, yes. Un- unceremoniously to one of the Baldwins. Her dad is the... It's Stephen Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin, who's, I believe... The biggest failure of them all. <laughs> yeah, he's not famous for anything. I believe he is a preacher or something. He's into religion now. I don't Apparently. know really what he is. You know, that might make sense because she, the daughter, keeps encouraging Justin to go to church and all these things. Well, so. I know when he got clean the very first time, he found God and he really got into it. So maybe that's the church or something. Well, and he was raised quite religiously. So Justin? Yes. Really? I had no... Uh-huh. In Canada? They do religion mm-hmm. in Canada? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, believe it or not, <laughs> there are Christians in Canada. Yes. So he got hitched. The thing that I found interesting was he, to this, even today, refuses to do any kind of nup. No prenup, no postnup, no nothing nup. Like he has no nup. And he says his business managers are like, look, let us just put something together. It'll be super mild. No, nothing too aggressive. But you need to protect your legacy because Justin Bieber, whether you believe it or not, is legacy level stuff. He will we will know his name till the day we die. See, part of me wonders if. And we're talking like he's worth like triple digit millions. If this is going to play out like within the next two weeks, there's going to be an annulment because he was Mm. mentally unstable. Really? That's what I'm wondering, because he is Mm. having like a really difficult time right now. But part of me also wonders if the business team keeps him sequestered Mm. because they allow him to, you know, do whatever he wants. That's true. Whereas a parent would stop them from doing, you know, typical things. That is true. On the the flip, and this is why I'm not sure what's going to happen, Selena Gomez is in treatment for a mental breakdown. Mm -hmm. She went in like a week ago, and it was about a week after the official news 
uh, was that he was married to this person. Right. And I think that business was unfinished. And I think she was shocked. And she was already in the hospital for treatment because I believe, is it lupus that she has? She has lupus. But she's got a, like an elevated level of lupus. There's several types of lupus. There's, there, right. But but hers is a little, it's it's attacking her, I believe her liver or something. Well, she had to have a liver kidneys. transplant. Oh, or, kidney. Or kidney no, no. transplant. Kidneys. Right. She had a kidney transplant already. Mm-hmm. She went in because I think they said her like white cells were really low or something yeah, like that. I don't know. She and was so sick. She, she was yeah. being treated for that. But then while she was in the hospital, mm-hmm. I think he got married or something like that. Or mm-hmm. or maybe she just couldn't handle with the... Because what happened was, is they were seeing each other earlier this year. I know. And when they decided to just, you know, part ways, he instantly got with Haley Baldwin. It's, and then within two months, he was married. That's so crazy. I mean, that would be hard on any person. It would be hard on me. I mean, think about it. If Let's say Daryl and I split up and, you know, a month after our divorce, he was already engaged to some little slut. Right. That would be difficult. (laughs) It would be very difficult. So I'm polling for Selena. I hope that she gets... I don't know what their attachment is. I don't know what that is. It kind of reminds me of our sister Stephanie and her first husband that... yeah. No matter what you did, you they loved each other incredibly, but they could not be together. Right. They could not be together. And it was like, I can't even imagine what that must feel like. It must be very difficult. So, I mean, I'm hoping everybody gets their shit straightened out. And you're right. I don't know about this Baldwin marriage deal. They didn't even have a ceremony or anything. They just went to City Hall. I think, yeah, they went to the courthouse to get the certificate and decided to get married while they were there. So on that same note, Ariana Grande is not single, but she's not engaged anymore to that guy. What's that guy's name? Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson, who has a knack for finding these little rich hotties. And so this is his second go around with another rich cutie pie. I can't remember Mm -hmm. the first girl. She was, oh, he's a Seinfeld guy. Not any of the characters. He was a writer for Seinfeld, his daughter. So that didn't work out. So now he's with Ariana Grande. And she called things off because... You know, she was with Mac Miller, that rapper who died of an overdose yeah. a couple of months ago. She's even got the dog back. Like, she took the dog yeah. because he died. After they broke up, within a month, she was engaged to Pete Davidson. And then, of course, he died two months later. So now they're kind of, their things are kind of on hold. I think they're still together. They're just not engaged. But we'll see. No, they're broken up. Oh, they are officially broken yep, up? they're officially broken up. She's just like, I've got too much going on right now. Because earlier, was it earlier this year where she had that bombing at her show? That was last year, the Manchester show. And then yeah. when she was at Aretha Franklin, that minister fondled yeah, her in front of groped everyone. Groped her in front of the whole world. What a pig. And then, Fucking you know, pig, man. Breaking up with Mac Miller, which she said... You know, although his his death is terrible and everything like that, mm-hmm. she said we still wouldn't have been together. No, but it would still be hard. I mean, they were together for a couple of years. So it was just, and I'm sure Pete Davidson felt like, you know, some guy with just, you know, sitting there holding his dick, like, what am I supposed to do? You oh, know? I don't know. I think Pete Davidson was just fine. No, when they broke up. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? He started using it as fodder on SNL and that might I have heard been. it. <laughs> yeah, that might I have watched been. it. Yeah. The wrong move. He may have just been one of those guys that just makes everything funny, but to cope. I think he's just a tool. I don't know, man. And he's got, I mean. I thought he was funny, actually. (laughs) Well, of course you would, because you like assholes. But I just don't. That's true. First of all, he's pale as hell. And, you know. 
He hasn't been clean for very long, by the way. Uh-huh. You know, he was a hardcore drug addict, and then he also had me- he also has mental health issues, which is fine. Uh-huh. He, so he was obviously self medicating, but all of that shit went down. Like he was off of SNL for almost a year, and then he came back not that long ago. So I don't know. It's everything seems so rushed. I was surprised actually he was on SNL because he seems like a really young guy. Yeah, he probably is young. I mean, SNL's kind of like a older. No, well, you know, they're they're always young it up. And I think those people are a lot younger than you think because they're just, it's a hard life. (laughs) I think, I think being in entertainment and being a a comedian of any kind, I think it's a really very difficult life to be constantly working. Yeah. Can you hear that? Hear what? The, the, the leaf blowing? (laughs) A little bit. Yeah. I, Paula. Okay. I I will say the third. It sounds like a bee. I would almost wish because then I could kill it and it would be over. <laughs> I live in an older neighborhood. Uh, what I mean by that is the the homes aren't old, but the people who live in them are. The average age in my neighborhood is probably 60. We are super young compared to all the other neighbors in our area. Now, I like 90% of my neighbors, but because they're retired and they have some money, they don't do anything. They pay for everything to come. So we have landscapers coming, I'd say two to three times a week, freaking blowing leaves all over the place. And because we're one of the only people that we're mobile, so we do our own yard work, they blow all those fucking leaves into our yard every single time. Oh my God. And so instead of raking them up, they just blow them into our property. We have a huge pile of leaves on the side of our house for where they blow them out. And I just... It's like, I don't even know what to say about it. It's like, could I, could I shovel them up and put them back on their lawn? I suppose. But the woman who lives there is 90. That's kind of mean. Like, what is she going to do? You know? So now their neighbor behind us, he's been on his roof for almost an hour. With God, a, is that even safe? With a, Well, I'm hoping no, actually. Does he have a harness? No. And so he's leaf blowing the leaves off of his roof. The problem is, is he hasn't moved in 20 minutes. He's doing the same section of his roof. And I can see him and it's clear. (laughs) It's clear. And so it's like, why are you still blowing leaves? Like what? I I mean, do you have OCD? Are you trying to get the one leaf? (laughs) Right. I'm like, bend down to pick it up. Put it in your pocket. Get out of here. Maybe he just likes to be up there and, you know, he feels like Bear Grylls. Is it mean that I want him to fall? Because if he falls, he's dead. It's a very high roof. Like, he has no business being up there. In his yeah, that's kind of dangerous. I keep waiting that's... for the tumble. Oh, my God. I can't believe we forgot to open with this. Okay, next subject. Daryl fell down the stairs last night. What? <laughs> Why am I laughing? <laughs> yeah, because when it's you, it's, you know, tragic. But <laughs> God forbid if it it's It takes Darryl, over my day. Comedy. <laughs> So, okay, I wish I had seen it. I didn't see it. It we were on our we were getting ready to go to bed and uh you know, nighttime rituals. And so I'm in our right. room and I had brushed my teeth and I'm doing all my things. And all of a sudden I hear this like that. <laughs> and it was loud. And I went, "Okay, that was not just someone moving a chair downstairs." So I open up the thing. I'm like, "What's going on out here?" And he's like, I fell. I'm like, are you all right? <laughs> and I see him walking down the stairs and he's got Angelica Pickles, our big fat Siamese cat in his hands. Yeah. 
and he's like i'm fine and he keeps walking and he does whatever he's doing and i'm like what happened he goes i go did you fall backwards or forwards because the the carpeting on the stairs i mean i don't know which is worse no carpeting or carpeting on stairs i think carpeting you have to have it i mean i could never go up and down wood stairs (laughs) well i mean for me it's tripping and falling forward on wood you're gonna get straight line bruises all the time god knowing me i'd break my teeth oh god but on carpeting because if you know socks or you know long pants or whatever and you slip and you fall backwards on your butt and then you slide down a little bit that Mm -hmm. happens to a lot of people and so because people go flying up there so what happened to him is his pants were he had taken off his shoes and his pants were a little too long and his back ankle hit tripped on the 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 pant leg but he fell forward but oh, he, but he okay. was able to extend his front leg forward, so he looked like he was doing a herky, basically on the stairs, <laughs> like a jackknife into the pool. Yes, <laughs> but backwards. His leg was bent backwards, so like a herky. And so, but and he had the cat the whole time. He never let the cat go, and, and the cat never tried to get away. No, just sat there because it's a big fat cat. And so I said, well, he got a rug burn on his elbow. He's like, luckily, I actually, actually, I'm kind of glad that I felt like that because if I hadn't, I would have broken my leg. I'm like, okay, well, that can't happen. I go 10 years from now, if that happens, you'll be, you'll break in half. You can't do <laughs> right. it. We you'll break all sorts of bones. We can't have this. We can't have hip surgeries at 59 or whatever. I'm like, we can't do that. So stop it. You should buy him a bottle of glucosamine. <laughs> Well, luckily, you know, like this morning he was moving around. I go, are you sore? He goes, no, I'm fine. And so he starts doing his thing. And I'm like, why are you stretching out your back? He goes, I do it every day. I go, I've never seen you do that. Stop it. He's trying to act like there's not one thing wrong like with him. Like that didn't hurt. Yeah, it's like you jumped Any up. Any little fall will hurt. Sometimes if you haven't had sex for a while and then you do it, you're sore the next day. <laughs> like, God damn it. It wasn't even that good. Yeah. I feel like it wasn't even rigorous. It's like it was no just normal. A, no one even broke a sweat. What the hell? I feel like I've been riding a horse for a week. That's what exactly. They're like, my hips, they just hurt. What is going on down there? Yeah. So anyway, Daryl is alive and well. The cat never moved. And I said, God, you couldn't even fling the cat forward and like maybe kill it so we can get rid of it. He's like, no. And I go, and you know what? Because she's so hardy because she's been through so much and she just lives. I said, she'd break a leg and we'd have to go get it fixed. And it'd be like $1,800. So don't yeah, do it. You'd be even mad. Yeah, hold on tight to that cat. Okay, final news. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are expecting a baby. I know. That seems like that didn't take very long. Oh, I think they... Well, they had to start trying. She's 37. Oh, is she? Yeah, there's no waiting. It's like... And they have to produce an heir, no matter who you are. I mean, right now, I read... Because I'm such a dork. I read the, the math of who is in line for the crown. And it's Prince Charles, which no one really wants. They want his son. Prince William. William. They want William. And then after William, it's his kids, his three kids. And then if they all die, then it's uh, Harry. And then after Harry, it would be any of his potential children. Right. And so, uh, but because of some kind of rule... The queen actually has to bestow prince or princess to his children. They would norm. They would actually just be lord or lady of wherever they're from. 
So she has to bestow that duty onto them. And Harry has to decide if he wants them in line for the crown. He has that flexibility, which I think is really cool. And knowing Harry, he probably will be like, nah, we're fine. We'll just be lords and ladies over here. No, I think it's going to all be William's family. Yes. And by the time, because then, you know, George will have children and then his children will be in line. I mean, I think Prince William and Kate are going to be king and queen for a long time. She's not a queen. She's Uh, a duchess. Yes, but I don't think she turns into queen when he becomes king. Oh, she just becomes I think she's else. just the wife of the king. I don't know what they call that, but she's not. Because a queen would indicate she rules, and she doesn't. She won't. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, it's so dorky that I know all of that. <laughs> but I was going, okay, so right now, as it stands, Harry's child would be 10th in line for the crown. I'm wondering if they'll say, no, we don't, we don't want that. Let's just leave it as it is and let them live a normal life. So that would be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens because that happens pretty soon after the baby's born. Well, those boys, they've got to live pretty normal lives. I mean, they went to the college and they were in the mm-hmm. Air Force. And well, because of their stuff. mother, their mother required it. She was really demanding about it. Yeah. And Charles is a little hesitant. He's a little res- uh, resentful, too. So I think he probably also was like, no, they can go to school wherever they want. They can do whatever they want. You know, it's not going to change anything. If they become king, great. But they're not going to be sequestered to this ridiculous life. Right. I mean, you know, and Harry specifically, he's had a grand old time. <laughs> so Yeah, times have changed. Yes, so. for sure. So anyway, I just thought it was exciting that another baby and um, I, somebody I'm friends with, they're just like, why are we so obsessed with the royal family? And I'm like, I really don't know. Well, like the, the royals in the um, UK... They don't really run the country. No, they're figureheads. Right. And I told Ryan, I'm just like, I said something about, you know, her being pregnant Mm -hmm. and how, you know, she's going to have a great life. She'll be taken care of, you know, forever and all this stuff. And he's just like, well, where do they get their money? And I'm like, (laughs) you know what? I'm like, I really don't know. Well, it. I mean, because one time, not too long ago, the royalty did rule the country. They established a parliament later to make the laws. But before that, it was England ruled through their royalty. I mean, King George, King Louis, all of the, I don't know, Louis French, but they pillaged countries and brought back the money. And that's, you know, that's how it all started. But interesting. That is your lesson in UK history, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is all we know about <laughs> England. It's some, like, you know, <laughs> half the listeners are just like, what the hell is she like, talking about? Like, why are they talking about English? <laughs> Is this NPR? Is this some kind of hillbilly NPR that we're listening to? What is this? (laughs) History with the Uggs. (laughs) God, that would be a short segment. God, very little. Okay, so uh, let's see. Why don't you give me a brief rundown on what's going on in Paula's world this week? It's getting close to Halloween. So Olivia is, uh, she's so ridiculous. We found a costume that she liked on Amazon so we were going to order it because it was a prime costume. Mm-hmm. So it would be here in two days. Great. And then she said, well, I just think I want to keep looking. 
And so I'm like, okay, so I didn't order it. Mm. And then on Sunday, she's like, I'm so excited. And I'm like, why? She's like, my costume comes today. Uh, I'm, like, I'm like, Olivia, I didn't order it. You said you wanted to keep looking. Exactly. That's what I said. She's like, oh, I forgot. Ugh. And so the reason she was so eager to get the costume was, um, lo and behold, on Friday at the school, starting at five, is the Harvest Festival. Oh, boy. Are you volunteering or are you just attending? Hell no, I'm not volunteering. Oh, okay. (laughs) They're lucky if I take them for an hour. I just thought I'd ask, just to make sure. No, and especially because it's a spaghetti feed this year, and I'm like, this last thing I need is a bunch of kids with dirty faces and noodles everywhere. Why are they doing spaghetti when everybody's going to be in their costumes? They're going to be filthy. Although I'm lucky because my kids hate spaghetti, so. Oh, God, you raised them right. (laughs) I I love spaghetti. I hate spaghetti. Oh, really? Oh, I hate it. Well, I've told the story. I've said it a million times why I hate spaghetti. Was it Wendy's spaghetti? <laughs> no, anything she made was gross. But no, our stepmother had <laughs> she could not cook to save her life. Literally. Did I tell you when I was living with dad for a while, when I was older, <laughs> and I would cook dinner, and he's like, wow, this is really good. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, spaghetti. Why you hate spaghetti? Actually, I'll give you the quick version. Our mother was pregnant with me, and she craved spaghetti when she was pregnant with me. So she ate a lot of it. And towards the end of her pregnancy, she ate uh, spaghetti. And then she proceeded to throw up like two pounds of spaghetti oh, God. when she was pregnant with me. And so when I was old enough, I'd say it started like 11 or 12. Oh, God, I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding Your mouth's watering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she would make it because it's cheap. You know, mm-hmm. when you have four children, you know, you do what you got to do. And you know what? I don't ever. She even made her own red sauce and everything. It wasn't like she. We didn't have Prego or anything. Oh, at least okay. Back in the day. I mean, I know later we did because she was working, but earlier she used to make her own sauce. So she would leave the leftovers in the fridge for so long they would start to mold. And because the idea of throwing away spaghetti made her nauseous because of me, when she was pregnant with me, she made me do it. Oh and our mom, God. because she's super old school, which is understandable, that generation was raised differently. <laughs> we did not throw biodegradable food in the garbage. <laughs> she made me flush it down the <laughs> toilet. <laughs> I'm trying not to get sick. Why didn't she? So I wonder where maybe I made it up myself, because if things were so bad in the fridge, I would just throw the whole thing away. Well, after years of torture, finally, God, I was six six years. (laughs) Okay, if you can't continue the story, we'll just move on. No, I'm going to finish it. I can't believe you can't remember. Or are you making me say this to you? I don't remember mom making me throw anything in the toilet. No, she made me do it. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. It's scarred in my memory. Finally, I was 16 or 17, and she said, there's spaghetti in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, no. No more. <laughs> and I, picked, I picked up the dish, and I threw the whole thing in the garbage. I said, enough. Never again. <laughs> she started laughing at me. I was really pissed. I was like an angry wasp. I'm like, no. God. Oh, my God. Out of my mind. Out of my mind. And to this day, I mean, look at me. So Daryl's like, how can we never have spaghetti? I'm like, I don't want to get into it. But we're never making <laughs> I don't make it. 
You should just write him a note. I'll do fettuccine. I'll do penne pasta. I'll do the bow tie pasta. I'll do ravioli. I'll do anything except for spaghetti. I can't do it. And like, even when Giada talks about spaghetti, I'm all, shut up. Just shut up. I hate it. I hate it so much. Daryl knows. He's he's edited this show. <laughs> he's heard that story a few times. Oh my but, god! But uh, yeah, I don't know. Does anybody else make? I mean, I that is so old school. I know that it comes from being born to someone who was born during the depression. Because <laughs> our grandmother was born during the depression. I mean, she's yeah. dead now, but back then, you know. So things were done differently <laughs> back then. You didn't throw food out in the garbage. You know, yeah. you just, I don't know. It's just too much, man. It's just too much. That's, <sighs> so anyway. Wow. wow. All right. So the whole point of the show is to discuss virginity. And we. I, it was weird because you and I were kind of on the same wavelength at some point. We both said, we should talk about how we lost our virginity. So we're going to we're going to do that um, because I don't think you and I have ever talked about. I know kind of your story and I don't know if you know my story. So. Why don't you start and tell me, you know, your your virginity story? Okay. Well, I was 19 years old and it was actually at my first wedding. I I didn't do it at my first wedding. You're not a dugger. No, gross. (laughs) We went to this really nice bed and breakfast and, you know, just kind of like relaxed or whatever, because I was so nervous. Did Had you ever even been like unclothed in front of him? No. So this was like super like white wedding. Which was funny because when I was like 17 mm-hmm. uh, and I had a different boyfriend. Yeah. I gave him like hand jobs and, you know, yeah. all this stuff. So Not like you were virginal completely it's not like i had never seen a penis before or whatever right but everyone like kept saying how bad it hurt and all oh. this stuff and so i was like terrified because i was just like i don't want to you know I yeah don't, like i want to get this over with but you know i don't know and then it's like all this forced romance and mm. you know bullshit and all that kind of stuff yeah finally we get to the point where like well, okay let's just get get at it and so <laughs> how sexy we were going at it and then it got to that point where he was trying to like you know put it in mm. and he couldn't what was he not hard enough no it's not that oh you were like clamped down it it wouldn't fit you weren't doing it you were having none of it I guess my body decided no. Your body is like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and so, and and we tried several times, you know, and it just, it, it didn't happen. Then eventually I ended up crying. Oh and, my God. You know, <laughs> and he had a stomach ache. And so, you know, and he was making no. moaning sounds all night because his stomach hurt. Oh and my I was God. Just like, I'm like, I'm like, if this is what it's like, I'm like, what have I done? You know, this is a mistake. Oh boy. The next morning things were much better and everything went according to plan. Thank so. goodness. Maybe you guys were just exhausted. It could have been. You yeah. know what? Weddings are really stressful and yeah. especially when you have so many damn opinions and yeah. you've been so conservative your whole life. Right. And basically, you know, you've had every door shut and then suddenly, you know, you're married and all the floodgates just come open. Like, yeah. you know, everyone's just like, oh, you're so free to do everything. You know, you might as well, like, you know, lick his asshole or something. You know? Oh, no, like, that's not true. They don't. Oh, that's true. <laughs> no, you can have sex missionary style. 
<laughs> and you can enjoy it. It is for reproducing. However, any kind of oral sex is off the table. And definitely no anal. Right. And only whores do it from behind, so. Oh, call me a whore. <laughs> call me a whore. What is it? Slap me and call me a whore. Or whatever right. they say. I don't know. Call, slap me, call me Sally. I don't know. What is that thing? You know what I'm saying. Yeah. But it was super stressful because then also we were getting ready, like not the next, not the the day that we did it, but the next day we were flying out to Hawaii for seven days. (laughs) And then when we came back, I was moving out of my room at mom's house into our apartment. Yes. There was a lot going on. A ton. And I was only 19. You know, and well, that should have been your first clue that maybe this was not a good idea, but... Well, he was more of a roommate than... Yeah, ultimately. Ultimately. So, I mean, I was happy to get the hell out of mom's house. Well, that's exactly why you got married. I mean, I think... Well, I'm not saying that you've said that. No, I was was totally thrilled. So... (laughs) You're like, worth it! Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's funny. Well, and then all went went well after. Well, that's good. Well, for me, it was my first serious boyfriend. I was 18 when I lost my virginity. And because I was young, I thought for sure we were going to get married. So I felt like it was fine for me to have sex because, as you've mentioned, we were raised by very conservative parents. And I never, never betrayed my parents. I always did what they said, which has changed, luckily. But back then, you know, you just, I just didn't do that. And so I was going to wait till I got married. But this guy, this was the guy. (laughs) And so remember that I was living with our dad at the time. And he was going to a rate because he raced cars. And so they were leaving for uh, the night. They were going to like Santa Maria or something far away. Right. And so they all left. And so the second he left, my boyfriend came over to the house. This was the first attempt. And (laughs) we were watching a movie. And, you know, at this point, I know why he's there. And so we're getting ready to go into my room and dad pulls up. Oh my God. How did he know? Because he knows everything. I don't know how he's just, he's always been that way. Dad pulls up. I was like, oh shit. And so the boyfriend runs through the sliding glass door, like leaves the sliding glass door, hops a fence because he had at least, because I'm, I am his, my father's daughter. I had him park his motorcycle in an off street behind us and there was a condo parking lot back in that there. Co- little complex yes yeah, so he parked back there so there was no car in the front and so he hopped the fence twisted his ankle <laughs> pushed his motorcycle all the way down the street because dad knew about his motorcycle and then took off dad searched the house high and low he's like i smell his cologne where is he <gasps> And I'm like, because, God, he wore too much fucking cologne. And so, and I remember sitting there going, God damn it. You know, I was so mad. Weren't you terrified? Yes. And so I said, and of course you can't go, what are you doing here? You can't, you can't do it. And I said, no. And, And this was not a lie. I had had three or four friends over before he showed up. And I said, no, I had friends here and they just left. And I stayed because I had had been, I had had some alcohol. And so I didn't leave. So he's like, all right, I don't know what's going on in here, but I don't like it. He didn't believe you for a second. Of course he didn't. And then they left and they left for good. You never had him come back. No. And so (laughs) a couple weeks later, a couple weeks later, they truly did go somewhere. 
and I truly was alone and I waited <laughs> this time. I'd be, I would be so afraid to do it again. <laughs> yeah, but I waited this time and I don't know how I was able to confirm, but there was no hit way he was there. I think they went camping or something. And so he came back over and we just got right to business. I'm like, we just need to get this. We just need to do that. We're going to do it. We need to do it. And I was concerned about the pain as well. I was very worried about it, which is why I had had alcohol the first time. And this time I'm like, I don't have time to do this. Let's just do it. It did hurt. Yeah. But not to the point that I was like, this is excruciating. This is a bit graphic, but I didn't, he did not pop my cherry at all. Take that for what you will. Oh. I I figured it was because I was a cheerleader and that I had been, you know, I could do the splits. I was constantly, you know, I just figured maybe there wasn't one to pop. You know what I do mean? Do you think there ever was one after that? There was. Oh. <laughs> so he, so we did it and he came immediately. And I was like, oh, well, that's not surprising. I mean, I'm a virgin. There, that's a turn on. And he was older, you know, so I didn't think much of it. And so then I became a monster. <laughs> I just could not have enough sex. Like, I really I just, I really yeah. just couldn't not get enough. I would say about a month later, I finally, it finally did. The, the cherry popped. Mm. I don't know why it took that long, but it did. You know, I've had better since. But, you know, it, it was what it was. First timer, you know, I don't, I guess I don't regret it too much, but it, I don't know. You know, for me personally, I think it's overrated. R- losing your virginity? Uh, yeah, I do. It's just one of those things you got to do. It's like getting your period or going to mm-hmm. the doctor, you know, it's like, it's something that needs to be done. There's nothing, there's nothing... I mean, maybe there are people who felt it was the most amazing moment of their life with the love of their life and all that stuff. But even so, sex is so much better after. You know what I mean? The first time I mean, is just right. like, I don't know. The first time is like, well, this is something that's required to get to the next level, I guess. Right. You know, rookies galore. And then you move on. So, and I'm sure for guys, it's also awkward. I'm sure there are guys who go, oh, my God, you know, their first time is probably equally as difficult for what I mean, because I mean, aren't guys just raised to think they have to be performers like immediately, like they have to know what they're doing? Well, I mean, I feel bad because you always see those movies where they're like counting in their head or they're thinking about <laughs> baseball or. Yeah. I'm like, who wants to do that? Yeah, that is true. You're trying to hang on. You're clinging. But, you know, but your first time you're like, I don't care how long you last. Let's just get this over with. And don't get me pregnant. <laughs> you know? Yeah, That's really. all I'm saying. Although that's interesting. We were a little bit, I mean, by definition today, older. Yeah, so. I know. It's true. Although, I don't know. I mean, I read studies before the average age for virginity loss is 17, 18. But, um, and I think anything younger than 16 is not good. That's just, yeah. to me, I mean, you and I have had debates about it. It's like, well, if they think they're ready, they're ready. And I'm like, eh, I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, some of my children lost their virginity pretty young, and I'm not happy about that. And they yeah, are I don't think I would be either. They're not either. They regret it. They do regret it. But they're also adults now. So they really, they realize how foolish that might have been. So. Yeah. But I mean, it's over and it's not a, you know, it's not a, a punishable offense. It's just something that you, you know, you have a story to tell if anybody ever asks you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I guess I'm glad that 
you know, I was a little bit older, so it I'm kids. very glad. I I can't imagine anything. I, I was so naive and young. Mm-hmm. I'm still naive. Well, according to your history lesson earlier, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So anyway, all right. So let's move on to the ugly and awkward moments. <laughs> Virginity Stories, sponsored by LipandClip.com. Please visit LipandClip.com. You can find some really cool makeup for Halloween. Like, I'm actually going to buy a bunch of the glitter sticks or the glimmer sticks. They're like three bucks each because I'm going to do the mermaid thing. And they come in all those super brilliant colors. And so I'm going to buy like four or five of them so I can do a really cool mermaid face. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, definitely do that. Don't go to... I mean, you can go to Amazon, too, of course, through our Ugly Truth. But I would rather that you buy the calendar there. (laughs) <laughs> I know I feel like we should take a picture of that and post it on like a a link with the Amazon link you know what I mean uh yeah we have it it's on the front of our website and it's also on our Facebook page oh okay yeah you can click it right there and buy it so well you're welcome for the idea yeah yes sure it's only been going on for two weeks but that's okay <laughs> that's all right I've been busy I I bought two I have one for our mom. Did you ever get the one that they sent us? No, I did not. Maybe they just sent it to me. Well, you were the the official submitter, so that's fine. But I went ahead and bought them. I bought two Uh of them, and I (laughs) I immediately went to October 7th. The title of our calendar page is hilarious. You know what? As soon as I read that, and then I looked down at the picture, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, that's so bright. It's so spot on. (laughs) And I was like, okay. Now I know why it's so funny. And well, it's funny for several reasons, but it's so, God, it's just so perfect. So if you're curious, click the link on uglytruth.com, buy the calendar, support the Uggs, and then go straight to October 7th and see what that's all about. Yeah. So I actually have one for our mom. I just got it the other day. So now I've got to give her a call and give it to her. Um, and see what she has to say about it. Our kids think it's hilarious. Oh, do they? Oh, my God. They're like, this is awesome. They're like, look at you. And I'm like, I know. It's so true. I know. Look at me. <laughs> Your mom's Yay. famous now. Finally. <laughs> okay, so here are the two. And these are Paula. When I tell you they're awkward, these are awkward. Hugly and awkward moments. Here's the first one. My girlfriend at the time and I had decided to finally have sex. It was both of our first times. We were in her car and I thought I was in her, but it turns out I was between her and the car seat. She never said anything. She just sat there watching me fuck her car. (laughs) That night, that night I thought I had lost my virginity to my girlfriend, but it was actually her car. We tried again a week later, this time in bed, and I succeeded. <laughs> I wonder how many times that happened. You know, that's happened to me before where the, the same guy that I lost my virginity to, he thought he was inside me and he was in, he was in my thigh and like in, on the side. I'm like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> He's like, oh, is that not it? I'm like, no, that's my thigh. He's like, oh. God. <laughs> so ridiculous oh my god or like between your butt cheeks or something oh god. it's like what are you is this something new i don't know okay here's the second one and this one literally will close out the show 
My boyfriend of three months and I were both virgins and decided we wanted to lose it before college, so we planned a whole night. Candles, rose petals, and even the sappy music. When the night finally came, we were so excited that we rushed into it. I wasn't wet enough, so it hurt like hell. Ouch. He was moving so slow, and I just wanted it to end, so I yelled at him to go faster. (laughs) The reason he was going so slow wasn't that he was scared of hurting me, but he had to fart and didn't want to ruin the already ruined moment. (laughs) When he sped up... When he sped up, he farted loudly, and I just (laughs) laughed, and I thought, okay, this can't get any worse, but the farts kept coming, and eventually, he got up, he got up and held his ass and ran to the bathroom. Did he he have diarrhea or something? I'm assuming. Oh, my God. I can't even... I don't know what I would do. I would be laughing so hard. I'd be like, forget it. Just forget it. Well, I wouldn't be able to speak. You're just laying there. Laughing hysterically. I'm going to open a window, okay? God. I'd stop and be like, are you all right? You know, his face is pained. You know, he's just like, oh, my God. How do you think he even tells that story? Because you know they're not together anymore. (laughs) He probably doesn't. He probably goes, well, one time I tried, but the real time I lost my virginity was with your mother. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) God, that was too funny. (laughs) So virginity is what it is. It's it's ripe for awkward moments. I, I don't think there's one virgin story out there. If you have one, you know there's an awkward moment in it, no matter what it is. It's just an awkward time. It is, and it's that's all about us. That's who we are. So I'm glad we were able to share those. Well, I think that's a wrap for today. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. Please visit our main website to take a look at the awkward moments. No, not awkward moments. What am I saying? Awkward family photos. <laughs> I get so confused trying to say that. I know. Awkward family photos to see the calendar and where to order so you can support us, the show, and also see our our, uh, calendar girl picture, October 7th. Also, please visit our Avon link, uh, lipandclip.com, and you can purchase some good makeup for Halloween or just for whatever purposes, having makeup. And Mm -hmm. I should probably go there myself, so I have makeup. I would think about it support my cause (laughs) so indeed other than that have a good weekend Bye. that's a wrap thanks for listening and sharing the show see you next time on the ugly truth